guys, and welcome to uh, what is the first episode of the newest Too Heavy podcast. Let's go! Let's go! Uh, it, it looks a little different. I don't know if anyone has ever seen the stuff that we had done before, but this is a hard reset. Uh, we have myself, Randy. We have Eddie here. We have Zach here. We're here to talk about wrestling with you guys. Uh, so what are we going to be talking about today? Uh, we're going to be talking about the Royal Rumble. Yeah. And uh, I think we got some big news in uh, Vince McMahon. Yeah, so there's a lot of stuff going on with Vince McMahon right now. So we wanted to touch on the two biggest things happening right now. So, um, Eddie, do you have a ton going on with the Vince McMahon stuff? Let me just give you the short version. Sure. I love what Triple H has done with the product since taking over. And I love what they've done. They've made wrestling fun again, as I assume you two could agree with me. Right. And I feel like right now is that he wants to step back into the picture and do something about it. I hope we don't go away from what we're receiving now because the content we're receiving is awesome. It makes me excited for wrestling again. I can't wait to see like what we see in the future going on. Yeah, I think Triple H being in charge of creative right now has made... Pretty much everything after SummerSlam just incredibly better. Like it's the better version of this timeline oh, that yeah. we were supposed to experience. Uh, what do you think, Zach? Well, everything's kind of happening really quickly. So we heard about a rumor because the Wall Street Journal came out and was like, yeah, Vince is coming back. And then the next day it was, oh, Vince is back. And now just minutes before we started this episode, CNBC the news is out yeah. saying that the sale process is starting because they, yeah, have hired they hired JP, JP Morgan, Morgan to, to start the, to facilitate the sales process. It's crazy because in like a 72, three days, right? Like a 72 hour window, there was a rumor that Vince was going to come back. And then all of a sudden he is back and he brought back two people that he previously fired. Yeah. Right, the two and people, two people brought, leave that yeah. were leading the investigation on him. Yeah, well, the two people. So he came back with two other people, and they were people that he fired. Yeah, before, and now they're all back on the board, and now they're trying to do stuff. Um, there was a uh, there was like an all hands on deck emergency meeting yesterday uh, that took place with the board of directors, and they made a point to be like, "Hey, day to day operations is normal. Steph, you're still where you're at. Trips, you're still in charge of creative." But we'll see how long it takes for that to either continue or, like, stop. Well, and that's where my hope is, because Vince can say one thing, but the whole point of him being back as chairman of the board is the fact that he's not in creative, mm -hmm. but he can stop anybody doing what they want to do. If, he's, I, if I he mean, doesn't like somebody, he can say no to the decision still and not be a part of the creative team. Which is what we don't want. Yeah, I think Triple H has enough of a backbone to not let Vince like. But in a business sense, does that matter anymore? Having a backbone and being pissed off about it isn't going to help. Well, I know the biggest thing that Vince was like pigeonholing was the TV deals. Vince said, "I, as majority shareholder, will not sign off on any TV deals unless you put me back on the board." That was like his. But then, thing. does he use that to hold the company hostage even during? creative moments that's uh, during creative moments i don't know i feel like i i would like to think that he trusts his own son-in-law enough to keep that but i mean only time will he didn't while he was in the company well yeah does he have to like get in on everything like my problem with what we've seen is since uh, the big thing that i noticed when vince was in power random tag teams 
Did you notice yeah. that? Yeah. Just really random tag teams. Yeah. All he, the it was, if, if you had, if he had two mid carters or even sometimes two main eventers, and he didn't have anything going on with them, they were just a tag team. We don't have random tag teams anymore. We actually yeah. have like normal tag teams. We have Hit Row. We have Legato Del Fantasma. We have the Viking Raiders. Yes, are they like? not really getting pushed to the moon no but we're seeing authentic tag teams that came up yeah. with each other and are doing stuff and we're not just seeing like Liv morgan rhea ripley which was good and i'm not saying that was a bad decision because it turned rhea ripley into a heel but like we're not getting those random tag teams which is making me really yeah. happy yeah we're not getting randy orton and matt riddle oh my gosh. which ended really well like yeah. that did turn out to be a good idea but i just remember at first being like wow you really have nothing either of these guys so they're getting a random tag team push uh, yeah. matt, matt riddle and elias is the most weird thing to me and i know like neither of them are doing anything crazy and matt riddle gets because fused. of injuries oh yeah matt riddle gets fused completely understand totally understand mm -hmm. why they're doing that putting him against the usos and solo like do your thing with that but like give me more with matt riddle because obviously people want to see a singles push out of matt riddle we just need to figure out where to put him yeah, do you want to see Matt Riddle in a uh, mid-card singles push or in a main event singles push? I can't see him beating... Well, obviously, we can't see him beating Roman Reigns because he yeah. got beat so many times by Roman Reigns. I feel like the best place for him to be is in the U.S. title picture because I feel like Walter, he's got it locked down. They don't want him to lose probably till Mania, so yeah. I feel like the U.S. title picture is probably the best thing for him. I would say so. I think I think Theory and Riddle would put on like a good little program depending on who came out as actual champion. Definitely. And like just all of that that came out of Triple H's ideas and like just being able to give us something new is just awesome for business. It's making us wrestling fans. They're winning against AEW in every sense of the way and it's creative creating more competition for AEW to want to start pushing back more. And I feel like Triple H being in that creative control just makes things so much better. I think so too. I think Triple H right now has one of the better creative minds that we've seen in a long time, and I think it's really starting to show in his product. Definitely. So I'm more excited to see the after WrestleMania product than now, only because he came in during the middle of the year. Yeah, because once we hit SummerSlam, and I mean, a lot of people don't really count SummerSlam because it was basically already booked by the time he took over. But by the time we hit SummerSlam this year, it will be like a full year of booking. So we'll see how he does year over year. Right that's very important to see how you how you do that because he'll have 12 calendar months to see like how he built a storyline and even now like some of the storylines that he's working with are still from vince like walter was already champion roman was already champion like walter might not be champion still if vince was still around though that's true but i'm i'm just saying that a lot of the stuff that triple h has been working with has been piggybacked off of vince um I mean, how many storylines that are happening right now are, like, original Triple H idea? Not many of them. Yeah, like, right now, you could... The biggest one is probably Bray Wyatt, LA Knight. Right. Everything going on there is clearly started with Triple H and moved forward. Yeah. So... I mean, he's had bad ideas. Like... Everyone's going to have Tommaso ideas, and yeah. Miz was like, okay, why are you doing this? <laughs> well, I just thought it was weird timing... To have Tommaso Ciampa do that, and then right as soon as he goes out an injury, we get Johnny Gargano. Uh -huh. Because I would love to see DIY come together and do some stuff. Yes. Well, like Miz has become the lackey of like new people anyway, because yeah. like Jonah just debuted, and you know that's 
where's he gonna go after this because it didn't look like Ciampa was gonna go anywhere unless it was just gonna lead to a match with the Miz. Maybe. And it still could, like if they decide to do the whole Ciampa comes back and expects to be right back with the Miz, but then Jonah's there. I guess Bronson Reed. Yeah, Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed is there. Um so they could do like that little feud or they just have him come back and go wherever he wants to go and not even be involved with it. But I'd say to like wrap up the, you know, Vince talk, you asked us what our thoughts were, but what were your thoughts about the whole thing when you heard it to what you're hearing now and what progress might seem to be I'm moving just, forward? I'm too much of an optimistic. When I first heard about it, I didn't even really believe it. I was like, Vince won't come back. This is just someone's fears, like going light. And then it started happening and I was like, wow, this is real. When it was reported like a month ago that he had said to the Wall Street Journal that he plans to come back because he got bad advice. Yeah. Whenever he decided to step down. So, like, there might be a world where he never actually stepped down. He should have. I mean, with everything uh, yeah. that was allegedly going on, he definitely should have. That was the right decision for sure. Um, I think right now, as long as he doesn't touch creative, and we were talking about this the other day, as long as he doesn't touch creative... I just don't care. Like, I don't, I don't care about the board of directors. I don't care about who sits in what chair. As long as the creative is good. Like, I don't, I don't look at other TV shows. I don't look at, like, The Walking Dead. And I'm like, oh, The Walking Dead was, like, kind of crazy. But what was the CEO of AMC doing? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just, it doesn't bother me. I don't really care what's going on in the board of directors. As long as Triple H leaves creative alone. Do you care about, and nothing to do with creative, but do you care if so many superstars get released that we're looking forward to seeing? I mean, yeah, I, that that's twofold because yes, I want to see those people to see what they would have done creatively because I enjoy wrestling, but also those are just people with jobs. I don't, I don't want to see people lose their job ultimately. You know what I mean? That becomes its own separate thing altogether. Right, and fine. That's <laughs> great. Um, but yeah, that's, that's it really boils down to that. I just don't want to see people lose their jobs. And so I think that as long as we can keep a lot of these wrestlers, because I don't think, because with that sale, right, it's not like they're going to not be able to afford to keep these wrestlers. Right. If they do sell, I think right now the biggest rumor is Disney still. Disney or NBC. Disney or NBC, they're going to make a ton of money selling those rights to one of those things. So they won't, it's not like they can't afford to pay these wrestlers. Right. But when you're looking at it, like when Stephanie took control compared to Vince, yeah. Vince had quarterly releases yeah. with people who were kind of getting pushed like heavily. Like yeah. you wanted to see Karrion Cross do something. Luckily he's back in because of Triple H. You wanted to see Keith Lee do something yeah. good for him for being AEW and getting pushed. But like, since Triple H has been in power, we've only seen a few like real releases happen. Right. And everything else, and I know you guys don't keep up with this necessarily, but you see a lot of stuff in NXT happening more where it's like, oh, five people get pushed off so we can add five new people. So they're replacing those people immediately. Yeah. So he wants a fully packed roster to see like how much talent he can bring up. Well, in NXT, it's probably a lot easier to do that with because right. when you bring those guys in, it's quite literally on like a pseudo tryout basis so like it's very easy to just be like hey sorry this this didn't work and then you just kind of kick them out mm -hmm. and then you can bring up someone new that's nxt is a little bit more where that should be happening we should not be seeing stuff happen like that on the main roster yes right so, i don't know i i think for me i think at least my opinion on it it ultimately boils down to as long as vince stays out of creative i just don't care i mean it does suck that those board members lost their jobs um, 
so that Vincent and two other lackeys could join the board. Like that isolated incident does suck, but as a wrestling fan who just wants to watch wrestling, don't care. So then at this point, the sale goes through and NBC or Disney gets it, like whoever gets it at this point. Yeah. Do you think companies are stupid enough to then redo the whole management team? Or do you think they keep things that they are based off of who is in their current roles right now? When you say management team, do you mean like the board of directors? Or do you mean like the, the like show level management? Team? As of like Triple like H, Stephanie, writers. Nick Khan. If, I would imagine that if you're smart enough to be a board member of a multi-billion dollar company, you're also smart enough to realize that you should just let the experts do their job and continue to make money. Like, like it would be really dumb and weird for these people to see that this is an equitous entity and that it is worth so much and then look at the people that made it that way and get rid of them like that just doesn't make sense from a business standpoint i don't i don't that, that does happen when you think you have someone that could do it even better but pro wrestling in general is such a particular niche that that's there's no one on the nbc or disney board of directors that's going to be able to book or run a wrestling company better than who's already there and where i see it too is that and i want to hear your guys opinion too it's like it really will depend on who actually obtains the company because who wants to hear Disney in front of WWE when everyone's hated the PG era so much and right. wanted to get back to a TV 14 era? Do you and, think, <clears throat> let me ask you this. Do you think Disney would allow a TV 14 era for WWE? No. no, no, I don't think so. That's where like, I think Disney as a company is big enough because they have so many other franchises and it could lead to cool things, but I think it would lead to it being more of a kid product again back like even further yeah than even when they just transitioned to the pg era and then you know if nbc took it when they're they're more of a sports related you know entity when it comes to it i could still i could see it being more free because one they they have peacock which they already have the wwe collection on there right and then two they can run a tv 14 product and not get bashed for it well, not only that, but they could give it more of a sports feel, kind of right. like what uh, Fox and FS1 does for SmackDown. Like they yeah. could do that for Raw as well now. Yeah, because you don't ever really hear them talk about Raw and Fox because it's on a different network. And I think that's going to be where the TV network thing leads. I w- we probably won't see Raw in USA anymore. It'll probably move to NBC. Yeah, yeah I think both both shows will move to an NBC product, and then it will be tied in with all the other sports that are in the NBC lineup. I just think having something like Disney controlling something that we've seen be successful, as you guys stated already, just seeing them take over and having something like what we're getting now and having something like, look, talking about the Mrs. Balls isn't the best thing in the world. And right. I don't I don't know if that's something I want to be listening to every week, but it gives something where you're like, hmm, I haven't seen that before. Right. I don't think we'll get that if Disney controls that. I agree in the sense that NBC knows how sports work. They know what gets views and they know how to keep views. And if you have someone like NBC taking over, I feel like they'll be able to elevate the product more than we may have already seen before. Well, especially when you look at least at Disney's track record of taking over like known entities Mm -hmm. and then like putting their own Disney spin on it. Their, Their record is hit or miss because I myself personally was not like the biggest fan of the Disney era Star Wars movies. But their Marvel movies have been really good. And so of their, and so of their shows, 
So it's 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 fifty fifty right now for me on whether or not I think Disney will produce a good wrestling show. Because uh, for me in particular, I don't necessarily want it to be full blown PG. But like I don't I don't need blood in my wrestling anymore. You know what I mean? Like I I've been so accustomed to not having it that by the time AEW came around and like forced me to see it, I kind of was just I was a little squeamish if I'm being honest. Like I kind of was like oh, I just don't need that anymore. You've you had know? plenty of it too. So like oh my god, got, yeah. when you when you look at the the crimson mask was a term. Yeah, when you look at the time and the era of wrestling that I grew up on, like I've seen more blood than. I care to admit as a child and it's it didn't phase me at all and now as an adult i saw like one bad vein get cut and i was like i'm gonna help this kid you know what i mean yeah, like yeah. it's just i was a little too adult with too much empathy about it so like for me i think that i'll appreciate a disney type wrestling show a little bit more than other people in my demographic will only because that's where my mindset is at i don't hate blood and i think that there are specific storylines where like it'll really help elevate it, but I just don't want it gratuitously. Like, Ric Flair punching himself right. in the floor. Like, I don't need that. But if, you know, if you want to get someone who, like, busts open and it kind of gets a little bit, like, that's... I, I totally get that. Well, my part about it is is that WWE over the years, and you can see it in, like, the titles, have really simplified things for the kid. Yeah. In the the kid watching the show. Yeah, like, how do you know he's the WWE champion? Oh, because he has this he's big logo. Blue? He's got WWE a... symbol. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's just, you know, we talk about it all the time, how much we miss those belts from the Ruthless Aggression era and the Attitude era yeah. because they had actual, like, emotion and meaning to them. Mm -hmm. But now they just look like toys. Toys. Yeah. Well, that's what you do, right? That's If you want to sell merchandise, you make merchandise. So that's, that yeah. really, that's really what it comes down but to. But my hope in that, you know... And we've seen like mock-ups of what belts could be, you know, in the near future. Because I think even right now they're talking about revamps of belts with the undisputed belt being a thing. Unless yeah. if they keep it separate like they're talking about. Um, but that's just the thing. Like if Disney takes it over, I feel like they keep the simplicity. And I, I just want that dynamic part of it again. I want it to feel like each thing is different and not conjoined the wwe belt and the universal belt should be completely separate looking yeah kind of like when we had the wwe title and the world heavyweight title right. like it was two when those two were together and so and like randy orton was holding both of those i was like yeah he looks like you're like a Dang, champion he's on top of raw and smackdown like yeah. you could you could i don't need it to be it. a colored belt of the same belt and one's just black yeah like just to be like oh that's the wwe belt and this is the universal because it's colored yeah like that's the belt strap should not be the reason why you know what the belt difference is i have two points that i want to touch on like kind of regarding that one just more nostalgia what's the big difference like with when I started watching wrestling in 2005, 2006, I did get some of the blood and gore. It was nothing. I didn't get Stone Cold Steve Austin. I didn't get brutal Undertaker chair shots. No, but you got like evolution. I got evolution. And I remember Triple H's face being busted to hell mm -hmm. all the time. But like nowadays, like I don't hear like anyone that I know who's like wanting to watch wrestling. They don't talk about that type of stuff. And like there's stuff like one of the first matches I ever saw was Edge against Mick Foley. And Oh my god, that was the craziest thing I've That's ever seen. 22. But that yeah. made me like it. I'm like, oh my, it seems so real, and it seems but like because that match had meaning. Yeah, yeah. But, but when that's why I was like, Randy said, if there's a hardcore match, there's TLC, 
if it's a match with weapons in the name yeah there should be gore and yeah. for me you're getting hit with something so that's the thing bleeding. for me it's not even about that i just want it to make sense in the story like i right. i i the only time i want like blood or someone busted open is when the storyline has driven it so deep and the hatred is there so deep that it makes sense like right now they just set up the kevin owens and roman reigns match at the royal rumble if that match has any type of stipulation to it and kevin owens gets busted open i'm gonna be like yeah that makes sense where sammy might be looking at him getting brutalized and and then that's how he decides that he wants you know like you could use that to further a story versus just, hey, look how gory we are. You know what I mean? Or like even it, like the LA Knight and Brave situation. That could totally, yeah. Right. If that goes on for a couple more months, that could totally blow off into like a, a bloody Extreme Rules match or something. Yeah. That's the second point I wanted to touch on. Have you noticed over the past like five years of getting this product, you realize like the only person who gets blood and gore in their matches is Brock Lesnar? Yeah, well, that's because a lot of times he'll hard way it anyway when he's oh, not supposed to. Remember when he elbowed Randy Orton open? Right at like, the top of the A lot head. of those are receipts though. <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean true. technically but like they, it's approved receipts they like oh, there's yeah. no way they like, just we've are gotten like... accidental receipts uh over the last few months like uh yeah. the clothesline from roman on the last episode of smackdown oh yeah the john cena match mm-hmm. that was because of the eardrum thing at survivor series yeah and like he had he had to get stitches near his eye like that's just one of those crazy things that happened if we see kevin owens was busted open during the match yeah, too i saw that and so like that was I could tell the clothesline was hard, but I didn't think it was hard enough that like it was gonna bust his eye open. Yeah, well, it depends on where you catch the forehead on like the wrist area, especially with all that stuff he has going on on his right on his like wrist gauntlet or whatever he calls it. But now we're just gonna be sitting and wondering, you know, Royal Rumble is now around the corner. Yeah, it's literally at the end of this month, and we've already had a picture in our head of what's going on. I don't think we have to think about the corporate side of WWE to really think that anything's changing. No, I think, I think right now, everything, even if something happens to who's in charge of creative, the lines and the story, well, the storylines, I mean, are so like deeply ingrained at this point that they will at least go through rumble. There could be changes after rumble, but I think, I think all the roads that lead to rumble are going to take place. Um, so as we start to talk about the Royal Rumble, though, what matches do we see so far? Like, what matches do we think we're going to see at the Rumble? They just established on SmackDown that we're going to get KO and Roman Reigns for the belt, so that's going to be the title match. I would right. say Charlotte and Ronda. It think seems I would match, think Charlotte maybe? and Ronda. Yeah. I mean, I'm to the point where I'm. Look, Charlotte taking the belt off Ronda, I'm not mad about. It definitely should have been something a little bit quick like you're pushing ronda to the moon from what yeah. it seems like charlotte comes back hey let's beat her in less than 30 seconds like right on go for it i guess well that's like charlotte's mo at this point every time she returns she has to take the belt off of someone well i thought it discredited live for sure oh yeah yeah because live had a had a actual money in the bank contract and then one and then charlotte comes back with an imaginary one and wins yeah <laughs> pretty much yeah like yeah. that's just how it works you know because i think Honestly, the marquee match that I want because Ronda doesn't need the title. I think Shayna needs to be involved in some way or another. That's what I was going to touch on. Yeah. I need need Shayna to cost Ronda the title at the Rumble if that's the match. So instead of having Shayna be involved with the belt, you're going to have her feud with Ronda? Because she already kind of wanted her to not 
versus Charlotte. Yeah, we did see that. I think that threw kind of some sparkle into that because I think that was leading towards something because now if there's a rematch, I think it's going to be Ronda's about to win and Shayna just like, nah, you shouldn't be champion. Right. The big thing that I had the biggest issue with is Triple H knew how to develop stars in NXT. That's why everyone loved Triple H's NXT more than anything. Yeah. You push someone like Shayna Baszler to the moon, have her literally dominate every single person in NXT besides Rhea Ripley, who did end up winning a title. And I thought, I'm like, good. I'm glad she got something. Yeah. But like Shayna was the most dominant NXT women's champion of all time. Why not like... People are making her look so weak on the main roster. Like she isn't an MMA fighter who's like literally trained to kill people and is actually really good at wrestling. Why not give her the title? Well, I think up until now, up until like the last five or six months or however long Triple H is at creative, that was what Vince was doing with a lot of those NXT guys. Vince would call up an NXT guy and just bury him right into the mid card and right. then see how it goes. You know, it was only a few handful early on that really kind of pushed past that. You know, like if you were in NXT in like 2015, 2016, maybe early 2017, when you got to the main roster, you were fine. You had your Kevin Owens, your Sami Zayn, even Samojo to an extent had those like main event matches. And, you know, like, yeah, all those guys. Um, but then you have Ricochet who came up and had a couple decent mid card pushes. But Where really a lot of hasn't... these guys are getting revived now. Yeah, like, right. like Vince's or Triple H is just now taking the time to like fix a lot of these guys. From when they came up. I mean, the Ascension. I mean, what happened to the Ascension when they got called up? They became like the laughing stock for Legends to beat up. Yeah. You know? These giant dudes who are losing to like... Oh my God, I forgot. It's not Lucha House Party, but it was... Uh, Lucha Dragons. The Lucha Dragons. There we go. Yeah. Well, did they lose to 3MB? Did they actually... I didn't know that. I'm I'm not sure. I, but it, it sounds right for... That sounds that so time. dumb. First off, you leave 3MB alone. <laughs> Well, they shouldn't be losing to 3MB. Two-thirds of that faction, former WWE champion. Only one-third of that faction should be a world champion. Don't at me. That is no, we're not talking about should. We're talking about is. Jinder Mahal was a great WWE champion. He was a great heel. He was a great WWE champion. He did well for his time. Yeah, well, not much was going on during his time. No. no I don't think hardly anyone uh, remembers The most devastating finishing move I've ever seen in the my time life. They got, yeah. If anyone took advantage of the time they got, it was him. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. No one... No, well, and I think very few people would have appreciated the fact that that actually happened. But we're not talking about Jinder Mahal right now. <laughs> I, I, we'll have a, I could have a whole other episode on Jinder Mahal. Can I say one one last thing? Yes, go ahead. One last thing. <laughs> when I see Shinsuke Nakamura kicking out of a Haluva kick, but not a Coloss, then I'm going to question my ah, life in wrestling. You're right. I well, you know, if you got to push people, you got to push people. Make their finisher mean something. Not Finger's everyone so gets tall though. Not everyone gets as protected as the one winged angel. He's so tall, but he only got like three inches off <laughs> yeah, the ground. That's the joke. <laughs> Whatever. But to swing back in, I think if they do this right. Because there is a pay-per-view between Rumble and Mania, they could easily do it where Ronda's Ronda's rematch is at Rumble, which then sparks the feud between Ronda and Shayna. Yeah. Shayna and Ronda don't happen at Mania, but it happens at the next pay-per-view. What pay-per-view is that? I don't even remember. Elimination Chamber. Oh, okay. Shayna goes over, beats Ronda, because Ronda doesn't need to be here right now. 
Well, there was a lot of there were some rumors that Rhonda was going to leave like now, like we might not even see her mm, have yeah. a fallout to this. Well, and that's what I'm saying. So if they let Shayna get her off TV, whatever, then you can have a Charlotte versus Shayna match. Right. Because I think, you know, as we're talking about the Rumble and we're talking about the woman now, because I think the big favorite is Rhea Ripley winning. The Rumble. I don't know if you guys heard that. Oh, the so women's Rumble. Yeah. I don't want that to happen. Yeah, that's a big thing that I've heard right now is that Rhea might win the women's Rumble. Which at that point, I don't see her going for Charlotte. I think it would be a Bianca thing. Yeah. And so I I could see it being Shayna versus Charlotte and Rhea versus Bianca at Mania. That's a big two women's right. title match. I could see going into Mania. Okay, so then what? So if that's what the if that's what the Raw and SmackDown women's titles are going to be, so we know Roman is facing Kevin mm-hmm. at the Rumble. Roman's winning probably. Do we uh, think Kevin is going to win that no. match? Okay, so assume Roman wins that match and goes to Mania. I'm going right? with my theory of what's happening during that show, which is well. So one stupid thing is that a Rumble poster came out and. The Rumble poster has Cody Rhodes, Cody on, Rhodes it. on it. I did see that poster. And there's also lightning in yeah. the background. What does the lightning mean? The most electrifying man oh, in sports entertainment. Yeah, whatever. We'll so see. okay, but I'm going with my theory that Cody Rhodes wins the Rumble. Yeah. But during the match of Roman versus Kevin, The Rock comes out in some form of way. For or against Roman? Against Roman. Okay. Yeah, there's no other way to put the like. I couldn't see them teaming up. I also was... could see the swerve of Sammy though at that point too, because I think Roman beats Kevin down so bad that Sammy gets all flustered. But it's the bloodline going against both of them at the same yeah. time. Who saves them? The Rock. The Rock. Oh, so you think there's gonna be like a Kevin and Sammy? The bloodlines. They finally are like, okay, we're and good. Then, and then the rock comes out. And then the rock them. comes out. Yeah. So does that lead to like a, a three or a six man tag at elimination chamber? No. I think this just sets up the tag team title match for Kevin and Sammy versus the Usos. And then the rock versus Roman at mania. So where does that leave Cody Rhodes? One belt. Do you think they're going to have Roman defend on night one and night two? Yes. Are they going to give the rock the other belt? No. So I think, just I think Cody wins night one or yeah. night two. And The Rock loses night one, night two. But I think The Rock would have night two. So instead of WWE making another main event belt, they're only going to have Roman put one on the line? I think Roman keeps the one he's had the longest, which is the Universal. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think Roman keeps... Well, especially because I think Cody specifically only cares about the WWE Championship. Well, anyway. that and uh, yeah. The Rock didn't win the Universal. Exactly. He only won the WWE. Yeah. So I think that would be the one he would go for. Yeah. So I Even think if they do the night one night two thing, there's a lot of directions you could go because the other the other big thing is you have Sammy not necessarily I don't even think they would have Sammy win the Rumble per se, but a lot of people want Sammy to take a belt or the belts off of Roman at Mania. That's like another big thing. Um, and Cody's injured still and may not even be able to be. Yeah, because Cody. I mean, I think Cody will be good by then, especially because they had him come back and do that vignette right on like the Christmas episode of Raw or whatever. But it's weird because you have. One man with two belts and three potential opponents. So, like, what amalgamation or version of this timeline do we live in where Roman defends both belts or one belt at a time on each night? You have a combination of Sami Zayn for the comeuppance for, like, the ultimate, like, I gave you everything, you turned your back on me 
this is what I deserve. And then you have the the rock with the family bloodline, like head of the table. He could stake that claim at any time he wants. And then you have the Cody Rhodes just feel good return story. Right. So like it's just it's very unique this time right now where we have all of that going on. Kinda what I was thinking, and this is it's been a while since this has come out, but I think this is the most realistic. I like your idea. Sammy like wants to help Kevin after getting the piss kicked out of him. Uh bloodline turns on him, set up for elimination chamber, Roman versus Sammy. I think Cody would probably if he's in the rumble, I think he's winning the rumble. I would I think agree that's with that. the most if realistic. Thing. I think if Cody wins it, or if Cody's in it, he'll win it. There's no reason yeah. to bring him back unless they do that. They somehow set up an angle with The Rock. I think Rock against Roman night two, and then Cody versus Roman night one. I don't know where The Rock would come into play in this because I don't know. I unless I can look at the electricity thing because I haven't seen that poster. Yeah. But if it yeah. he, it is looking kind of like that. Then I may say, okay, he may debut at the Rumble. Or I was thinking, like, maybe at night one of Mania, that's where he comes out. Because I feel like that'd be pretty realistic. I mean, put him on Mania, you're going to hear Dirty. Like, Roman face. doesn't have a match for night one, and he comes he out? He has a match against Cody. Cody takes the belt off him. He's pissed off, notably, like, to end the show. Yeah. Rock comes out. Some type of deal. And I then that sets up for night two. The thing, The thing about it, though, is when you really... When you look at Roman and The Rock, and you look at not only just what that match is, but why it would take place, that match doesn't even need the belts. No. You know what I mean? It doesn't, but it cements Roman's championship legacy. Yeah, like like he beat The Rock for a belt now, you know? like that But it's also at WrestleMania Hollywood. Yeah, so we'll see. I, I think it only culminates because I think Roman's on his way out for a little bit, too. He after this WrestleMania, he does want to take a break. He's he's already been on a limited schedule, and I think after this Mania, he probably won't keep the Universal Title much longer. But so he would they'll... be without both belts at that point because I think all the Bloodline's going to technically lose. Do you think the Bloodline will just disperse after WrestleMania? I don't think they'll disperse, but I think they'll be gone. That was another thing I wanted to add: uh, Kevin Owens and Sammy versus the Usos for the belts. Yeah. That was what I was adding That's up. That's another big thing. Yeah, for sure. that's what I was saying. Would get set up with that whole Rock return to save them two would I then solidify it, all three of those ma- or all two of those matches. Of everything that is most likely to happen, it's that tag team match at WrestleMania where Kevin and Sammy right. take the belts. Because Kevin's not gonna not be on Mania in a title match at this point. Oh, for sure. Yeah, no, I think I think at WrestleMania, Kevin and Sammy will end up taking the belts. I realistically yeah so we just have to see between now and rumble and mania like how that comes to take place so we just have to see that definitely kind of something i've been seeing so i've seen dirt sheet say judgment day is going to smackdown okay they can't they want ray mysterio they want him bad essentially yeah well yeah because they keep doing those like vignettes at his house right and this is something that i thought would be cool you have Karrion Cross trying to like destroy Rey Mysterio because that's like they still have that storyline going on. That, they? Yes, yeah. and he hasn't even gotten his hands on Rey Mysterio yet. He's just playing mind games. I think what would be cool and what I think would be a really nice match. You have Crossfire between Karrion Cross and Judgment Day trying to like get to Rey Mysterio and have a buildup of Karrion Cross versus Finn Balor. I okay. think that'd be pretty cool because you've already had Karrion Cross versus Finn Balor for the NXT title in nxt and cross kind of whooped him 
Finn Balor didn't have boys behind him, like right. ready to fight and scrap. And I feel like you have someone like Damian Priest defending him. It's a pretty fair shot that he yeah. could win. Well, especially now that they have uh, Dominic Mysterio, who's done hard time. Oh yeah. In the in the yeah. plank. Yeah. And he's a changed man. Mm-hmm. I do love that. That's the storyline they're going with. He spent what was probably less than twenty four hours in like a like a a sheriff's department jail cell. Yeah. But instead, they're pushing because I don't know if you guys saw he had that hard teardrop. Times, yeah. Yeah. He had that teardrop. Like he did I hard time in a pr- Yeah. Like I I love that they're pushing that so hard because. I there is a part of me that does love and appreciate what Dominic Mysterio is doing, uh, because there's a lot of people that are kind of like disliking it, and he's not good at promos or whatever. But like, really, he is. Like, if you for the niche that he's trying to fit into, which is like Weasel, he's really coming along. He gives yeah. me little bitch energy, which like right, it's exactly. working. It's, it's, I'm, yeah. I'm pissed though. off that he's even on my screen. Yeah, every time which he's on great. screen and opens his mouth and yeah. talks more and more about like of this or hard times that i'm just like Shut up. he's but gonna like, come in three inches taller 40 more pounds of muscle next straw we see him on just even just more like, tans well, just swole yeah exactly <laughs> but like yeah i i really appreciate what's going on with dominic uh with that with everything with judgment day which is good because i didn't appreciate the judgment day initially i didn't appreciate them kicking edge out because it seemed like i think it just turned off but yeah i didn't appreciate them kicking edge out like that so as we as we finish out the rumble so ultimately is it cody rhodes is cody rhodes gonna win the men's rumble i think it's the most realistic thing to happen i don't know who would beat him out for the rumble either i mean they Sami Zayn is the only other one or the rock those are like again the three that might take roman at mania right if if Sammy doesn't go for the tag team, which she likely will, it's either going to be Rock or, or Cody. And at this point, it, it's to be Or the Rock just comes back and wins the Rumble. Yeah, it just pulls a Batista. Yeah. And... It has to be Cody to me. Like, yeah, I don't see I any way around it. Yeah. So we got so we got Rhea winning the women's Rumble. We yep. got Cody winning the men's Rumble. Roman going over on Kevin Owens. And then everything of those things leading into WrestleMania. Well, and then my final prediction for the rumble to set up the IC title match for mania is i do think we're getting a walter and brock i think that would be really cool do we actually think that's gonna happen brock's never held a mid-card belt he's only been wwe or universal he has personally said he wants a match they're pushing braun like braun's gonna win the belt they're pushing that i mean i'd watch that triple threat Brock, Braun, and Walter for the Intercontinental yeah. title. Or yeah. the Elimination Chamber matches that they're setting up. But you're giving us mid, mid-card mid Elimination Chamber matches? I pray. That would be awesome. Oh my god, I love that so much. Well, we'll talk about the Elimination Chamber more after the Rumble when that happens. Right. So, we'll... Alright, any final thoughts coming out of this before we jump out of here, fellas? I'm excited for the Rumble. Um, this is the first Rumble where I'm like actually like on the edge of my seat, wanting something really, really cool to get built up. And if The Rock does come back, great for business. It'll push a lot more people to keep watching, and I think wrestling's just going to keep getting better and better. I think so too, Zach. Pretty much everything Eddie just said. I like the fact that we kind of can tell who's going to win the rumble but it doesn't state what's going to happen after that right there's a lot that can happen between the rumble and mania so it's just a matter of having to watch at this point and there's so many different storylines going on right now that honestly 
one thing changing doesn't you know take me off the path of wanting to see everything else so like right i'm excited either way yeah i think this is going to be a really good road to wrestlemania season and i really hope that the fallout also lives up to that same expectation as long as vince keeps his hands off of everything yes stay away <laughs> yeah all right well thanks for joining us guys uh keep listening in keep watching us we're gonna do this once a week we're gonna try to get these out every week uh we haven't decided yet there's a chance we're gonna do a royal rumble watch along i oh, think yeah. we're still discussing that idea um so keep listening in every week uh zach what socials are we on uh right now we'll be on uh, pretty much everything, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, uh, TikTok, uh, pretty much all those, Facebook. Um, so follow us along on there. Uh, there'll be a link down in the description. Um, we'll have some short form content on the smaller stuff like TikTok. Uh, so if you don't get the chance to listen to everything here, um, you'll be able to uh, get some smaller form videos uh, to keep up with us as well. Perfect. And just to make sure we're just like every other content creator, uh ever uh leave it down in the comments what do you think is going to happen for the rumble what do you think is going to happen through wrestlemania uh what do you think is going to happen with vince let us know and we'll probably talk about it in a future episode but until then uh we've been too heavy thanks for listening thanks for watching